Bidzy's Small Business Society, number 174. You're listening to Bidzy's Small Business Society. I'm Rob Barisoff. We talk to small business owners about what makes their small business successful. Connect with Bidzy's Small Business Society at bidzy.com and grow your business. Bidzy.com is the website that connects customers and respected local businesses. Customers post projects for free in any of over 100 categories, including all types of home renovation, landscaping, cleaning services, photography, and many, many more. Now, if you're a business, Bidzy.com is a great way to find new customers because you are automatically notified each time a customer posts a project in your subscribed categories. So for example, let's say you own a roofing company and a customer posts a project in our roofing category. You are automatically notified via email or text and you can submit a bid at bidzy.com or use our internal chat system to introduce yourself to the customer and give them reasons why they should use you to complete their project. Monthly subscriptions start at $14.99. That's $14.99 per month for unlimited access to new customers and unlimited bidding at bidzy.com. Email rob at bidzy.com for more details or start your 30-day free trial now at bidzy.com. Welcome to this episode of Bidzy Small Business Society. Today, I am talking to Adam Franklin. Adam is the marketing manager at Blue Wire Media, a Brisbane-based company that helps digital marketing marketing consultants by providing them with the tools and templates to help grow their business. Adam is also a powerful social media speaker with over 150 keynotes under his belt. More of Adam's digital and content marketing strategies can be found in his number one Amazon bestseller, Web Marketing That Works, and on his podcast of the same name. Welcome, Adam. Thanks for taking the time with me today. Can you first tell us more about yourself than about what projects you're working on today? Absolutely. Firstly, thank you very much for having me. And look, the projects that I'm working on at the moment are twofold. The first is working on my online program. So I take basically what I teach in a one or two day workshop in person and I've packaged that up and have made that available to anybody with an internet connection. And so that's one project. And the second project that I'm working on is always trying to fine tune and improve my keynote presentations. So I'm constantly studying um, speaking uh, experts, um, comedians, uh, performers and learning what I can from them and weaving that into my presentations to make them more effective uh, so people can walk away with um, a better action plan for their web marketing. Awesome. Yeah. And I always think there's some big takeaways from those stand-up comedians. I mean, they really put themselves on the spot and they're really neurotic is what I've heard too, right? <laughs> uh, yes, many. And many of them aren't actually funny people in real life, I've subsequently learned, but they <laughs> study the craft and they realize that there's a, a process and a system and a way to uncover funny stories um, that works well in keynotes and more so than just getting a laugh from the audience. The real value is that you become a lot more relatable and they're a lot more open-minded to your message and you can have a much bigger impact because they learn a lot more once they start to laugh. So there's a lot of benefits to studying those types of people. 
Yeah, certainly, uh, certainly some parallels there. Now, take us back. What was happening, Adam, around you that you saw as an opportunity to use your expertise, to use your voice, and launch a business that helps others in their digital and content marketing strategies? Look, back in the day, we're talking 2005 when my business partner Toby and I started. And back then, it was re- reasonably early days when it was um, in terms of the internet. So we actually started as a web design company. Now, neither Toby nor me were techies, so we couldn't write code. We weren't IT people. What we were is we were passionate about marketing and we were passionate about business. And we also knew that we had a lot to learn. (laughs) And so basically, we went around knocking on doors around the streets of Brisbane trying to sell people websites for their businesses. Now, that was a a difficult way to start. It, it, it wasn't the most effective way of marketing. <laughs> and especially um, since you the, don't know how to build them, right? <laughs> yeah, well, that's right. Exactly. We were confident. We, well, we tried to sell them. And then the strategy was to actually then get designers and developers to help build it once we were able to sell it. Makes sense. So from those early days selling websites, we eventually, we eventually got some traction. And over the last... 11 or 12 years, we've subsequently seen Facebook and Twitter and LinkedIn and all these social platforms hit the market. And we've also seen the explosion of content marketing. And so we were an agency, which meant we did a lot of this work for our clients. And then a number of years ago, we transitioned into being a training and education company. So we would teach people what we'd learned in those years doing it, not only for our clients, but for ourselves as well. Yeah, so instead of uh, doing it for your clients, you're giving them, like we said in the intro, the tools and the templates to handle the stuff themselves, right? Yeah, exactly. And that's what gives us the most leverage and it's what brings us the most enjoyment. So it really felt like a good a good transition. Yep, awesome. And now you guys are really enjoying some success, but it likely wasn't always that way. Tell us about your biggest challenge, Adam, in business or otherwise, but what sticks out in your mind as your biggest challenge? And our listeners are looking for some of the actionable steps that you took to really embrace and overcome that challenge. (laughs) Well, I'm sure as many of your guests would say, there's been uh, many, many challenges along the way, and that's, that's part and parcel of the journey for an entrepreneur. But look, one of the times where we felt the most um, out of our depth and the most in trouble was basically cash flow challenges, which which is certainly not uncommon. But we got a tax bill um, from the ATO, which is the Australian Taxation Office, and we didn't have enough money to pay it. (laughs) Not only that, we'd also been slapped with a bill from Telstra, which is our big telco in Australia, and it was for 30 grand. Now, that was a bill that we that was incorrect and we didn't owe them 30 grand because we hadn't you know, used all that extra data that they were claiming, but it was another financial headache and another challenge to overcome on top of the tax bill that we didn't have, have money for. And look, it was really stressful because we were out of money. We didn't have um, availability on credit cards or um, personal assets to to cover this this tax bill. And we honestly thought that we were done for. We thought we'd have to wind up the business, um, have egg on our face and feel like a failure, let our clients down, let our staff down. Because, you know, we were midway through projects. We'd um, received deposits from people to to do work. Um, And it was looking as though we would have to just wind ourselves up because we were insolvent and couldn't pay our bills. So it was really challenging. One of our mentors, Vern Harnish, in his book uh, Scaling Up and in his original book Mastering the Rockefeller Habits, 
describes cash as oxygen for your business. And he said when you don't have cash, you can actually feel it. It's, it's difficult to breathe. It's like you don't have oxygen. And that was totally true. I remember it was difficult to sleep. I was tight in the chest. I didn't know who to turn to or what to do. And Tobes and I were both, um, both fairly concerned about what we were going to do next. So the way we overcame that was a stroke of good luck, um, but also it, it, it conveys the power of, of the relationships and, and peers that you have. But we were calling several of our friends who were also in business to explain the situation. We were calling mentors and we were calling people who may be able to buy our business or take it off our hands so that we could have what we referred to as an elegant exit. <laughs> <laughs> and so thankfully in one of these conversations – one of our mates said, um, have you asked for a payment plan for your tax obligation? And we said, no, what's, what's that all about? We, we certainly asked if we could defer our tax, but we'd already done that once before. And he said, no, there's a, there's a thing called a payment plan. And we've gone, oh, well, tell us more about this. <laughs> anyway, <laughs> we had we'd literally written an IM, uh, an information memorandum, um, to try and offload our business to somebody that might like to just just take it so it didn't look like we were going insolvent. Um, and he told us about this payment plan and, and we said, oh, wow, okay, so we can actually take this this money that we owe the tax office and break that out into payments over 12 months. And so all of a sudden we could pay our debts, we could um, not be insolvent and we could pay that tax bill off over a period of a year. And so that was just the biggest relief because we were, <laughs> we were honestly, uh, the next morning, this was a Sunday afternoon, the next morning we were going to see who could take our business off our hands. Wow. Um, so Gives you that figurative and literal breathing room, right? Absolutely. Yeah, that was such a relief. Such a relief. We could, we could look after our clients. We could like, uh, look after our staff. We could continue operating. That was, that was quite a few years ago now, but it, um, it's always been a big uh, part of our business, mentors, peer groups, friends, uh, and doing, you know, you know, you're not on your own. You've got people who've been in these situations before. Um, everyone else has faced cash flow challenges at one point or another. And so that was a big relief. I'll tell you that much. Yep. And I think you're just, it's just a testament to the power of that network, that powerful team around you, right, Adam? Absolutely. And when you're under pressure and when you're stressed out, you're not necessarily thinking straight. I mean, it seems pretty logical in hindsight, but at the time that had not even crossed our mind. And somebody who'd been in that same situation before, it was clear as day for him to, to give us that advice. So we're very grateful to him. Yep. Love it when you say that you're not necessarily making the best decisions when you're in a, that type of a situation. Great stuff. Now let's flip this. What are some of your rewards? Why is it so great to be Adam Franklin? <laughs> well, look, it works for me. It's not, it's not necessarily for everybody. But when Tobes and I set out on this business journey, we basically had a 10-year you know, map of what we'd like our life to be like in 10 years' time. And to be honest, we're living a lot of that now. There's the time and the freedom um, to spend our days working on projects that are meaningful to us, spending time with friends, traveling, all of those types of things. So we feel very, very grateful to be in that position after 10 years. And to be honest, I've, I've taken a few years just, just to enjoy it. Um, and so for me, it, it's great. You know, you, you can wake up early and go for a surf or a run. You can sleep in. You can work at night if that's what you prefer. And you can duck out and have lunch with friends. When people visit from overseas, you're free on a weekday to 
go and do interesting things. Like I played an escape room last week, which is the first <laughs> time I'd done that. They lock you in a room for 60 minutes and then you've got to work out all these uh, puzzles and follow these clues to, to try and escape within an hour. So all these interesting things you can do when you've got the type of business that, that works for you. Now, this isn't the type of business that works for everybody, um, but it works for me, so I, I'm really enjoying it. Yeah, and I think that freedom, like you said, you're trying to become better as a keynote speaker, which allows you to more effectively get your message across, but that certainly allows you to grow as an entrepreneur, as a, per- as a person in general too, right? Absolutely, because... Yeah, speaking is, is a huge thrill, but it's also pretty nerve-wracking at times, and that's part of the reason why I do it, because it's it helps you grow. Every time you're uncomfortable and, and there's that discomfort, then it means that you're doing something that's pushing yourself, and as such, you're growing. And I've really personally enjoyed the learning experience of that. But as you say, you grow as an entrepreneur because more people are exposed to your message, and also you meet a bunch of interesting people in the audience and um, through organizers and other speakers that you may not have come across before. So you get a much broader um, (laughs) cross-section of people that you interact with over and above just the people in the online marketing world. Yeah, and I think it's Tim Ferriss, and I might butcher this uh, quote, but I think he says, "Success, your success is measured by how many uncomfortable conversations you're willing to have, right? <laughs> <laughs> yes, yes, I, I, I agree with that. And, um, and that is, a, you didn't butcher it all. That's exactly as I recall the quote as well. <laughs> right. Now, let me ask you this. What's been most effective for you and your team in really engaging with and growing your audience and your client base? And I want you to help the aspiring entrepreneur understand a few things about gaining some traction in a crowded and noisy marketing and social media landscape. Great question. Look, the thing that's had by far and away the biggest impact on growing our audience and getting traction has been to give away valuable resources. So for us, it's been marketing templates that we've given away and I remember we were blogging for a couple of years and it wasn't we were getting some traffic but not heaps and then once we actually put together these very simple one-page templates that people could access on our website then all of a sudden we noticed that the traffic and the um, downloads increasing significantly and I think because it came from a place of generosity it was a tool, the original one called the Web Strategy Planning Template. It was a tool that we had created so that our prospective clients and our existing clients could kind of get a, a 20,000-foot view of their web universe and understand how all these different building blocks like Facebook and a website um, and email and, and Google all fit together. So it was quite empowering for them because they – could look at it and they could understand what was actually going on, at least on a high level. And um, so then we decided we should just release that to everybody that wanted it. And so we put it up on our website. And that has been downloaded uh, tens and tens of thousands of times. It's been in David Meeman Scott's um, best-selling book called The New Rules of Marketing and PR. And that sold hundreds of thousands of copies. So that piece of content has been phenomenally successful for us and you know what? We, we create it once. That was about five or six, seven years ago now. And it continues to pay dividends every single day because somebody somewhere in the world is discovering it either through David's book or through our website or having it forwarded from a friend. And so it's the, it's the gift that keeps on giving for us um, because 
it gets shared and it's out there on the internet now. Or they might find us through this podcast, Adam. Is it still available to the Small Business Society and beyond? Absolutely, yes. That template will always will always be available, and it's available on our website. I'll, I'll give you more details um, about the different types of things that are available. But just on our homepage, um, bluewiremedia.com.au, and the good thing is it now comes with video training if you um, sign up to download it. And we've released it under Creative Commons, which means that you're allowed to rebrand it, co-brand it, build upon it, use it commercially. So what we really enjoy seeing is marketing consultants and marketing agencies taking this template and making it their own, putting their logo on it, maybe tweaking it a bit, but using it with their own clients, sharing it with their own readers and using it as a tool um, to help more people. Awesome. Yeah, super generous. And yeah, we'll be sure to link that up in your show notes page here. Now, uh, I'm going to make a bit of a shift. I like having a little bit of fun with this one. Now, Adam, in your opinion, what will be the dominant social media platform in the next 12 to 24 months and why? I'd have to still say Facebook. It's just doing so many amazing things with its um, ads platform, with its groups, with Facebook Live. You know, basically, if it seems as though if there's any other new social media platform that comes to market like Periscope or Meerkat or any of those types of things, Facebook can just replicate it um, and or buy it and put it in their suite of products. And the fact that so many of us spend you know, hours and hours a week on Facebook, it's, it's hard to see it going anywhere. Yep, uh, they sure respond well to anything that's happening out there, absolutely. Now, which influencers do you follow online or otherwise for your own motivation and inspiration? Look, in the early days, we followed a lot of um, Jim Collins and Vern Harnish, and they were they were fantastic. Um, in more recent years, as we've gone down a lot more the online business path, I've liked people like Ramit Sethi, I follow uh, Troy Dean in Australia, um, Danny Innie has been very generous with um, what he's taught me. A lot of the stuff these days is I learn through through masterminds, so comparing notes with with peers in um, in similar types of businesses. Um, so we compare notes and we share what's working, and that's been really really useful. As well as that, you know, I love I read dozens of books and got a a full bookshelf and a full Kindle of all sorts of interesting interesting books, but. Um, more lately, I've been studying online marketing or online business type people, as well as um, in the speaking world, I follow people like uh, comedians like Marty Wilson and David Nyhill um, in terms of selling from the stage or selling from your own events, people like Dustin Matthews and Dave Van Hoos from Speaker Speaking Empire. Um, and I've had speaking coaches and humor coaches uh, all over the years. So local Aussies like Andrew Griffiths and Valerie Koo um, have, have also been very um, influential on my writing and my speaking. Awesome. Chock full of resources there. Thanks for those, man. Now, I'm going to make a shift again towards the end here. I'm going to ask you this. Do you love to win or hate to lose and why? <laughs> Look, I would have to say I love to win but win by my own criteria of success. So everybody's got their own different version of what winning is, and I've got my own, and I do love to achieve that. It's meaningful to me, but I don't feel I need to go and brag about it or rub it in other people's faces or, or try and convince people that my way should be their way. Um, so that's 
a nice feeling, but I, I don't mind losing. Like failure is a necessary step or necessary steps, I should say, in this journey. So losing or failing or, or learning lessons or having things not go your way, I, I don't try and avoid that because I know that's, that's part and parcel of it and you've got to be pushing yourself and if you're not pushing it, if you're not making mistakes, you're not pushing yourself enough. So I'm quite comfortable with failure. Um, I've encountered it plenty of times and intend to keep failing at many things so that I can learn and improve to get to those, to those wins further down the track. Adam, I'm very glad that you clarified the word failure and added a plurality to that because we don't just fail once, we fail often, right? (laughs) (laughs) Yes, we do. Now, give us something actionable. What do you do to wind down after a long or stressful day? (laughs) Look, um, my days aren't typically too stressful. Uh, I do like to exercise, either a run or a surf or or swimming. Um, I do like to read. I do like to have a you know a, a daily debrief with my business partner Toby, and I find if I am stressed or there's stuff going on in my head, just being able to articulate it to him, have him listen, have him ask some questions, that really uh, clarifies things a lot in my head. Uh, that's really powerful. As is as is yoga, uh, and you know I go through I go through different phases where I'm into yoga or I'm into surfing or I'm into running. Not always all at once, but um, those types of things. Where anytime I can. Let the brain get some get some blood pumping, talk things through. It makes me a, a sense of calm and a lot of clarity. Yep. Now, boil this thing down for us, Adam. What is the one thing you want to leave with our listeners about how an effective digital and content marketing strategy will impact their business? Look, it's very important as a business owner to take the digital marketing um to take digital marketing seriously because it's it's more than just marketing. It's really your entire business. You know, people are turning to the internet every single day through their phone or their computer, to social media, to Google, to their inbox. And you just really need to have visibility in all of those areas. But more so, you need to be valuable to people. So it's got to come from a place of generosity. And the more people you can help, the more people are going to want you to help them. So certainly don't feel overwhelmed by all these different tactics and stuff that you hear about, but look at it that it's a long journey. Pick one building block, work on that for a little while, get some traction there, and then maybe pick another building block and and work on that. And know that in the online space, you know, everything that you build is typically still there tomorrow. So, you know, like in the old days, if you publish something in the newspaper, it would be fish and chip wrapper the next day. But these <laughs> days, if stuff gets published to the web, it's there today, it's there tomorrow, it's there next week. So you really can be building a digital marketing asset over a period of time, and that's going to gradually build momentum, and it's going to gradually pay dividends in the form of leads, clients, and revenue. And so take the approach that it is part of your business. It's not just an add-on thing and be generous. Love it, man. Love it. And I'm not going to ruin any of that with any mundane narrative. All I'm going to ask or all I'm going to say next is that, Adam, you've got a number one Amazon bestseller, Web Marketing That Works. You've got a podcast, Web Marketing That Works. If people want to learn more about all of this stuff, your message, you and your business, how can they find you? Look, the best place to go is to our website. It's called Blue Wire Media. 
www.thebookshop.com.au. And on the homepage there, there's a picture of our book. You can click on that and buy it. There's a button to download all 33 of our marketing templates. Um, You just pop your email address in there and they'll be emailed straight to you. And then you'll also get video training drip-fed over the course of the next week or so. And there's links to my podcast and my my details on their phone number and email address if people want to reach out um, directly. Awesome. We'll be sure to link everything up for you. You've been extremely generous by allowing us into your world today. Thanks for joining me today on Bidzy Small Business Society, Adam. You take care. Bidzy.com is the website that connects customers and respected local businesses. Customers list goods or services they need and businesses bid on them. Customers, if you're looking for a service provider or a local professional, go to Bidzy.com and post your projects for free. Businesses, if you're looking for new customers or a way to expand your customer base, sign up for your 30-day free trial today at Bidzy.com. Thank you for joining us today on Bidzy Small Business Society. Go to Bidzy.com for information and resources on how you can grow your business. Support Bidzy Small Business Society by writing a review and giving us a five-star rating in iTunes. Your positive review and five-star rating will allow us to continue bringing you free, valuable content from amazing and inspiring entrepreneurs and small business owners. Rate and review Bidzy Small Business Society today.